Welcome, blessed beauties, and welcome to the podcast, Unleash Your Inner Soul, where I interview expert guests as they share their holistic healing tips for your mind, body, and soul that can bring ease and calm into your busy day. So my, my name is Yuko Turnbull, and I'm a holistic hairstylist and wellness guide in Vancouver. And today's guest is Marilee Trudell, and we are going to be talking about healing through nature. She is a biologist specializing in Arctic plant ecology and I'm so excited to talk with her today and she's going to share an exercise as well to help us ground and connect in nature. So welcome. Thank you for thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure <laughs> to be here. <Aww. laughs> so tell me about your experience with healing through nature. Well, nature has been a big part of my life since I'm a kid. Um, I used to, I'm from a, country, a countryside, small town, 1,200 people. And with my dad, we always go working in the forest. That was not an option. Every weekend we were working, chopping wood, just being outside. And that was my first connection to nature because as I remember, I was maybe three years old. And my job at that time was to start the fire so I was foraging for like small piece of dry wood, some birch bark and trying to build something for our lunch. So we were making a fire during lunchtime, having sandwiches and all this stuff on the fire. So that's kind of when I start being in nature. And since then, I feel like this is where I belong. But that, that was not the healing part at that point. I guess it was just kind of an initiation. The healing part came later on when I, as you said, I'm an Arctic plant ecologist. So the Arctic uh, brought me by this wildness and tranquility to it's really calm there and just bring me in contact with rocks and crystals because over there, there's a lot of rocks and crystals, all sort of colors, magnificent. So I think that was in 2012 when I went first up north in the Arctic. And I just collect them. I bring back probably like 100, 200 rocks from there, like all sorts of rocks. And at that point, I didn't know what the, how the rocks gonna be in my life and how they're gonna help me heal. And, but that was my introduction. And it took some several years to stay in a jar, in a drawer for like several years, maybe five years before. I was looking at them, but I never really used them. And then I got, um, in a toxic relationship kind of with my ex-boyfriend, he has like drug problems. And so I tried to work, I started working with rocks at that point. So the first rocks I started using was a red jasp that I had from the North. And there is something special about those rocks because when I collect them, they're from where they are, like where they're born. Like it's, so there is something really mystical. So I started using this red jazz that I had with me. So I was putting it underneath my pillow while I was sleeping in my pocket while I was like going outside because I was not doing well. And I did kind of a depression sort of thing. So the rocks kind of, uh, I kind of feel the energy of the rocks and they kind of start uh, to tell me what to do kind of things. This is a little bit weird, but the Nord bring me that. So this is the, very, very, that was kind of a crucial point to me. And since then, the Nord have been part of my life and the Northern Lights and like the berries everywhere and just being outside in the quietness, that was something very, very special because as a biologist, I can sit outside and measure flower for like 
12 hours a day and not moving, just sitting there and observing the flower and the plants. So that was something very, very powerful for me to when I found the Lord. So I feel really blessed with that. And then later on, I was starting getting better and I was going to yoga class and I'll bring rocks with me when wherever I am. So today I can show you I have my big our shamanic rock with me. So it's just helping me today <laughs> to be here with you. But by this, I mean, when I was doing yoga at one day, that was kind of a revelation for me because I was by myself with my yoga teacher and we had a class because I was a friend. So like usually when you need to be two, but then 10 minutes after the, the, the class started, there's this girl come into the class and she was all tall girl, but like all clothes, you know, she was, you can tell she was feeling bad and then she was sad. And, and that morning when I bring the rock at the yoga class, which is kind of hilarious because I always have rocks in my, in my bathroom because the, when I, I wash my clothes, it just fell into my, my washing machine and I put them on the sink. And when I've seen this rug the morning, I, I was feeling right. I didn't need that rug, but I needed to bring this rug. And when I've seen that girl, that's the first time I give a rug to somebody and she didn't knew me. And, and when I gave it to her after the class, she started crying and she said, thank you. And that was so powerful because that rug helped me a lot in my previous relationship. And so that's kind of how I started the healing part with the rock. But then that was a rock. And then there was more coming in because the nature is not just about rock, it's about everything. And connection, it's something circular, right? It's something you cannot just take, it's an exchange. So like if you're with someone, so you cannot just take your energy because otherwise you're gonna go down and you're gonna be tired. So that's what nature teach me actually, just to give back and receive and be able to receive was actually quite challenging. But yeah, so that's how I start my connection with nature. Uh, mostly so the north and this is yeah so this is uh this is it this is my story <laughs> oh, that's amazing though I mean it's such a powerful story story healing from depression like a toxic yeah. breakup I mean you shared with me that it was quite um debilitating at one point so to come back from that and to be patient with yourself and then to just introduce like I think you're mentioning one minute a day or just yeah, something, right? And just getting out there because like the healing is in the nature and- And it's progressive. So I start with the rock, exactly. But like for like six months, I was lying in bed and I was scared of people. I was scared of going out in the grocery store and I was scared of going to yoga class. I was scared, I was just scared. And that's slowly the nature brings me back. And one day I was like, okay, I'll go for outside five minutes. That's it, five minutes a day. So I start, so I had this, this challenge, five minutes, and then became two times five minutes, and then came an hour. And then that's how that small amount of time in the forest or in a park, you know, where there's vegetation or in a garden where there's flower or vegetables growing, just this five minute, just bring me uh, back to the now moment, right? So I was looking at the trees, I was, smelling things i was touching things or so during that time i was kind of forgetting everything that was going through my head because my body was shut down but my head couldn't never stop it was always circling and circling and circling so that's that's how the nature helped me actually 
uh, be back on my feet and be able to go to the grocery store again, you know, and be able to take my life back. And so, yeah, it starts slowly, but this is like a long process. And you can put lots of objective if you want to, big objective. But to me, it put too much pressure on me. So I just small step at a time and then it just became natural and just part of it. And then at some point you just need it because you feel that, okay, you, you need it back. So, so yeah, and when I connect with nature at first, I was just, you know, I, I walk barefoot all the time. And this is like one of my big, 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 um, that's how I start. I was walking five minutes outside in a nice trail and just walking barefoot and feeling the ground underneath and then feeling rocks sometimes and feeling branches and it hurts sometimes, but it just keep you here. And that's the key point for me is just, just bring you back where you are and that what you should do or what you have done and just be here. So that's really beautiful. I mean, you, it sounds like you really have built up such a almost like energy bank deposit inside of you to be able to, um, if anything comes your way, you have resources to draw upon and you know tools of what you need to do in order to help ground yourself again. Like you brought rocks or just touching nature, touching bark, especially during this time where there is so much stress with everything going on in the world today and people are spending more and more time closed in inside not connected to nature that's such a powerful reminder is even if you can go out for five minutes be outside yeah. somewhere in nature take your shoes off touch the bark yeah. and really now, be present use your sense that's it and yeah the covid situation is pretty hard right now and i'm from quebec and i am quebec it's pretty intense right now well across the canada everywhere it's quite intense right but if we have something still that we can do it's to go outside and in a park walking and the nature is still open to people mm -hmm. like maybe not the restaurant maybe not but this is this is something is still there and it could be just a flower when you're outside it doesn't need to be like the rainforest of vancouver for example you just need to be attention to what is there and if you want to feel better to me because i'm from quebec so and i used to deep up north and when i want to connect with the nature i don't expect to see the same thing in quebec and the connection is different so you have to acknowledge and accept the difference and see okay what is in your environment right now what do you see give me five things you see this is a small exercise that you can do like you five things you see five things you hear five things you smell so all those small things kind of help you to connect back to your environment, which is the key point for me to be able to, to connect and be there and be fine. That's really beautiful. Just getting very present and aware of what's going on. And that's so nice too, that you said that is like, accept the uh, differences. It's like mm -hmm. in Quebec, it's not, it is going to be different here. Yeah. It is going to be different than the North. So just being, um, having that gratitude and just like, this is okay. Or even the weather as well. Like in Vancouver, it's often very rainy and there can be like, oh, it's rainy. I can't go outside, but it's like liquid sunshine, just like a reframe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally, totally. So yes, connecting with your environment is very important. There's um, something that you do that I just love to share as well is that um, you do a lot of water, like bathing in the river 
Yeah. So it's all about like getting into nature, whether it's like taking your shoes off and touching the, the earth and feeling the rocks or getting into the, into the river and feeling the water. Like that is, you do this as a routine. It's not just like once in a while, it's often, which I find just amazing. Yeah, back in Quebec, I used to live by a river. So I was like 500 meters away from my river. So I used to go jogging in the morning and then jump in the river. And actually two years ago, I can tell you the story. That was a very, very special story. But there is, when you connect to nature, it's like, it's not just connecting, it's being part of it because we are nature. We are human, yes, but we are nature. We are animals, it's part of us, right? And two years ago, I was just sitting in the river I mean, my bat after my run, basically. And I felt, I was just doing my respiration work, just taking deep respiration. And, and at some point I felt like if I was a sponge and the water was going through me, like crossing all my whole body, if like, if I was just with the water, I was water and I feel it so much, there was such a big release into that experience, I mean, Maybe not everyone will experience this. This is something kind of a, but if you're aware of what things and we are part of nature and this is why I do those kind of things because yeah, this morning I was having a bath in the river again and and then it's just bring me back to my humanity. Like who I am just taking all away the, the electronic device because as I work across my computer twice a week, and I do like plots and graphics and like big mathematical stuff. But then when I go back in nature, I feel like I'm just an animal like everyone else. So, so feel like the pressure goes away too. So, so yeah, so the water is very important, like all the elements now to me, the wind was very challenging for me because the air, I don't like the wind. It just makes me aggressive sometimes. But recently uh, there was, I was fixing my car, changing the battery on my car, and there's this big bird that just land on my hood and just sitting there, it was a big hawk. And I look at it, he was there at three foot from my face. And it was, his deep look was just unbelievable. And then I knew that it was, there was something to be with my connection with the wind or, or with the air actually, which I was kind of like repulsed every time because I was being attacked by the wind kind of feeling, right? And, and that was, I, that was a pretty bad day. You know, sometimes you have bad days and it happens and it's there and it will always happen. So you have to deal with it. But then when I've seen this bird, I was like, okay, I need to go on the mountain and have a walk to just connect with myself. And then at the top of the mountain, that's kind of funny because there's this huge tree, it's a Panderosa tree, so pine. So it's a big pine that I usually climb in and I sit there and just look at the view because it's at the top of the mountain and it's just beautiful. And this threw me away. And I, when I fell on my back, it kind of hurt. It kind of hurt. And I heard in my, like in my head, like, you don't need me today. You need something else. And then I remember the bird that I just seen, like, few minutes ago, I was like, oh, it's the air. So I went fully exposed to the wind and I opened my arm and I feel all the energy compressed to myself. And then I turn around and I just, I just opened my arms again and the, the air flowed through me just like the water did like two years ago. And that was something very magical. But the point is, is not how I experienced the wind, but is how I open my eyes. And when I've seen the birds, because the signs are always there. And if you're not there, you won't see the sign. And to do that, you need to take time and slow down. So it's not about walking fast in the forest. To me, it's not for that. 
anyway, maybe it's your things and it, it's okay. But to me, it's about being aware of what's going on around you and and try to feel how you feel when you see things like that. Like what's your feeling inside? Because you can connect with a tree one day and bring you so much grounding. And then the other day can bring you so much energy, but it's all about what you need and how you feel. So there is no, there is no like, oh, this is it. This is for this. And this is for just like the rocks. Like, I mean, there's so many kinds of rocks, but like the same rocks can react differently depending on your energy level and what you need too. So the first thing to me is to be aware of the sign because there's always there. So, so if I haven't seen the bird this morning, probably the morning, probably I wouldn't be exposed to it when I haven't feel such just unbelievable release while the pressure had just went away and I was happy again and smiling again and talking with people again. So these are like small tips, but like just by being aware of what's going around, this is like, this is to me, this is the key point. That's beautiful. You, I was curious too, could you share about how you do your foraging? Because I've seen you make some beautiful teas when you are, after you've come back from a hike in nature with like pine and cedar. So could you share a little about, about that and the healing benefits from yes. those? Of course. Well, I'm a biologist specialized in plants, right? So I, I have kind of, I've, I start have a, a starting point a little bit higher than most of people, I guess. But if you're interesting, like to me, what's bring me to plants was my curiosity. I'm curious about anything. I can fix car, I can paint, I can I'm just curious about things and I'm craving for learning more, right? But um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> you make a lot of teas with oh, yes. plants that you collect with, oh, on yes. your blog. Exactly. So, well, recently, well, two years ago, I started picking, well, up north, I was doing that a little bit, like being, picking berries and like I was making tea with birch branches because they have like small, similar bits landing. Actually, it's a similar molecular to uh, what you can find in aspirin and all those stuff. So like when you have headache, you can use that. But a part of my life too is cooking part. Uh, I have, I love cooking. Food is my, it's another side of me that I just love it. And to me, food is very important because it's how, it's what we're made of. That's what we're body actually uh, build up about. So, so from there, I got really curious. I got, I, I love just tasting nature and all this stuff. And I start picking stuff like leaves, simple leaves, like they're like, um, it could be plantago or, uh, you know, Oh, I don't know the English name, but uh, it, it's like uh, pisani, then the lion, then the lion, like those little flowers that, yeah, so like the leaves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you. So these, their leaves are simple. You can find them everywhere and you can collect them. So I start collecting leaves all of the forest, but then you have to be cautious when you do that because it's, it's part of nature. So to me, when I collect things in the nature, it's an exchange. So usually I just leave something in exchange. I can just pick a garbage out of the forest. It's just the intention of like, thank you. And I'm here with you too. So like you're helping me, I want to help you too. So there's something very important. But then foraging for a forest, like that was mostly a gustative part at the beginning because I just like, I just love the taste and the pran like the energy of it because it's alive and it's green and it's grow just by your place. And 
So I start foraging several leaves. Like this summer, I didn't buy any salad at the store. I was just collecting flowers um, in the and leaves in the in the forest. So and <clears throat> so that that's that's how I do. And like pine trees, like there's uh, there's um, a lot of plants that can heal. I use them as healing, but but most of them I just use them because I love them. For example, I'm gonna make uh, tea with a pine tree or cedar will be good. Or I mentioned like um, uh, cottonwood as well as kind of different tastes. If you take like yellow birch, for example, it tastes like mint. So like, I was kind of curious about all those things can taste. And then when you put them together, yes, it's good, but it's also good for you because there's like a cleaning process of your body and, and and just feeling a lot of forest energy in yourself too so that kind of like you feel light and then you feel very very yeah very very good and then you had flowers in your side just had colors and beauty and like you know this is this is like how you use to me how you cooked and what you use for cooking, it's what's gonna make like a beautiful dish or a bad dish because you can have the same ingredient if you don't have the intention of it, it's not gonna be as good. It's all about, well, love, <laughs> actually. It's all about love. So, so yeah, so I usually get inspired like when I'm outside. So I, depending where I am, when it's the time, now it's winter time. So like there's a lot of greens gone. But there's the pine trees are like already are still there. They're beautiful. Like I met Ice Cube last summer with a uh, uh, cantaloupe and cedar leaf with some maple syrup. I cooked this together and I put it in Ice Cube and then I just put that in my drinks. And you know, so it's just just a fun way and and a healthy way to do it actually. And to me, it's just nourishing my body. So. I get just creative with what I found, but I there is so many things that we can find, like and they're not toxic. And most of the the plants that are good to eat, actually, like wild carrots or wild turnips, like all those plants are like growing everywhere, like by the side road. And and you know usually we don't like them because they're growing through our garden. But then if we let them be. We can collect them and use them and then accepting them instead of fighting against them just mm -hmm. if we just see them and put it in a burger for example as a salad the least for like so this is yeah so yeah yeah there's one thing that grows very rampantly here in vancouver it's the horsetail yeah. and that is amazing like so full of silica so really really good for hair and skin and nails so that's I see people pulling it up and I'm like oh my gosh that's like medicine right there exactly and you cannot be scared of taking too much of that because it just keeps growing it's crazy this, right. is, like a, this is a very good plant yeah just this in the water it's really good and it's also good for your um uh urinary system I think mm -hmm. like so it just helps healing your body too so so yeah, so there's so many plants, but then you can start, when you start, you just start by one, by two, and then you want to learn more. And then you can go, look, there is books for that too, that you can find. And there is like, there's toxic plants, but most of them are not toxic. You might feel bad, but then there is so many that are easy to see and identify that you can just try. And then- Do you have a favorite book that you could recommend for people who are starting out? 
Yes, actually, I have it in my car. Oh, okay. I don't have it. It's called Forêt. It's in French, though. It's not in English. It's called Forêt. And in that book, it's like 50 species that you can find all across Canada, basically, because mm -hmm. they're like common species. And you have like the dress description, where to find them, how to use them. Uh, if you can want, you can use them as food or medicine. And then on the other page, you have a recipe that actually uh, goes with it. So you can actually have fun cooking it. So this very is um, forêt. La Forêt is a very, 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 very good book. I can, we can put the link. I'll put that in the link, yeah. At, at, at the end. Uh, on the English side, I'm not, so I don't, I, I can look for that. I can add some more if you want. Sure. So I look for that because usually I use my floor, which is like a big floor to identify plants. So this, this is a little bit too much for most of us. Even for me, sometimes it's hard. So, but uh, yeah, so so I'll look for an English book. Sure, in yeah, that'd be nice to, I mean, there are quite a few. I do have a couple of like foraging in the Pacific Northwest, uh, but I'd be mm. curious to See what you recommend and this actually, is actually like, i have one it's a medicinal wild plant at oh i don't remember the name mm -hmm. it's a wild medicinal wild plant of the rockies or something like that when i was in the rockies like 12 years ago i used this book a lot to pick flower fruit yeah and so that that's an actually not, not a good one i I'll, we'll put the link below uh, when yeah. I, yeah and i guess too, it is all dependent on where you live as well because you're wanting exactly. it your exactly exactly region Exactly. So just to be aware. Totally. There's something as well that um, you were sharing with me, and that is when you're harvesting, you sometimes take a look at the moon cycles. That was something that I found super interesting and just next level with your bowl. <laughs> yes, totally. Well, depending on your intention, if you want to get the maximum of the plant, uh, well, as we know, the moon has a potential of attraction of all liquids on Earth, right? So when it's full moon, it's when the attraction is biggest. So like what's going on is all the liquids are pulling up. So like in the, in the plant. So during that time, it's good to forage leaves because they are all full of nutrients and energy uh, that the water is like in the leaves. So it's all there. So I'll recommend there if you want like maximize the potential of healing or just energizing plant just prior to full moon and then the opposite if you want to collect roots for example like white carrots or white turnips or uh valerian and sometimes some stuff like that but then you just do that and the new moon so like the water just go down back to the roots because that's what you want to collect so you want to have the maximum liquid in the roots and the nutrients so if you are aware of the moon cycle you can maximize your picking and what is important too is not to pick everything <laughs> when you go picking and there's different type of plants some plants you can pick a lot some you cannot uh but it's just to make sure that you do that respectively and you can change spot and then you change spots and then you can back like maybe three months one month later and then come back but this is something very important if you want to keep doing this or if you want to start doing this because if so if everyone is doing it like it's gonna be it's gonna be intense but i know there is enough for everyone that's for sure if we do that respectively and we leave some for the other two so thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom i know we could talk for like forever about <laughs> all of the fascinating just the way that you live is so in vibe with nature and um, like you're barefoot walking and bathing in the forest like you just live and breathe 
um, this and it's just so inspiring. So thank you for sharing a little tidbit into your world and just easy things for us to incorporate uh, to bring healing through nature into our lives. So mm. thank you again. Well, thank you me to give me a chance to, to speak loud today. <laughs> so, and we will yeah. do this again too. <laughs> yes, we should do that again too. I agree. I have so much more to talk. And like yeah. we talked about exercise today. So if you just want to recap on the exercise. Yes. Our, the exercise I gave earlier was to, to name five things you can see, five things you can smell, five things you can hear. So just this is like a super good no matter where you are in the environment you are this is a good one and the other one is uh when you're in nature well to me it's touching and feeling a lot so touching a tree something you find beautiful or look at a butterfly and like walking barefoot for like five minutes take your shoes and just feel uh sometimes there's rocks and branches and you you're gonna feel it it's fine and sometimes it might hurt but then you just you're there you're at that moment you're there and that's what is important you're not in your mind and you're not like looking for what's gonna happen tomorrow and what happened yesterday you're just there and that's to me that that's what forest bring me like the nature bring me just be there because that's what we are we are nature i love that <laughs> That's so beautiful. Thank you again. And thank you everybody who is listening to this. And um, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to have another amazing guest for the next episode. And of course, have Marielle back again to speak with us about more healing through nature. So thank you everybody and take care. <laughs>